does not mean to get rid of. To let go means to let be. When we let be with compassion, things come and go on their own. Pretty, uh, pretty good words there, friends, from Jack Cornfield says that. And uh, I love this story we're going to share with you today on how to find the strength within you to let go of those things that you need to let go of. How do you do that? This is just for everybody today. This conversation is for absolutely everybody because we've all come into those moments of time when there's something we're trying to relive or we're trying to rehash in our minds. And we can't seem to really, we can't compute it. We can't put it into the right context. I, I got that in my own life, my own problem with that. I know everybody's got this, okay? So how do, you, how do you get to this point where you can let go and free yourself of probably some of the past? Yeah, some of the pain. I want to read this to you here from Psychology Today. I love the work they're doing at Psychology Today, by the way. Holding on to pain doesn't fix anything. Replaying the past over and over again doesn't change a thing. And wishing things were different does not make it so, friends. In some cases, especially when it comes to the past, all you can do is accept whatever it is you're looking and holding on to And then let it go. That's how everything changes. You have to let go of what is hurting you, even if it feels almost impossible. Well, the big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing, or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. Well, how impossible is that? Let's talk about that today, friends, about letting go of the things we need to let go of as we embrace a whole new experience, a whole new life, a whole new year, and we enjoy this thing called life. Yeah, it's the right show to do it on. Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure, Season 2. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. And our co-host today for the show, Susan Price, joins us. She's our Gold Star Mother, National Voice, and Veteran Advocate for Justice. Linda Martinelli is here as well. She's an entrepreneur, owner, and president of Proforma Graphic Print Source. Now, ladies, it's, it's, first of all, it's great to have you with us as we take this on, but letting go. Now, this Psychology Today piece, they actually get into various tips and things I want to share with our listeners and our, our followers and fan base here in just a moment here. And we'll talk about some personal stories too, but I want today's show to empower everybody. I want us to step back. I want us to think about it in our lives and think about how to move forward by letting go of those things we need to let go. Okay? So this piece in psychology today, you both got it, ladies. It goes on to say this. Deciding to hold on to the past will hold you back from creating a strong sense of self, a self that isn't defined by your past, but rather by who you want to be. Well, this is called being an optimist, really, if you want to think about it that way. Oddly enough, 
painful feelings can be comfortable, especially if they're all you know. So you can get used to all this pain is what they're saying, which is not a good thing, clearly. Some people have trouble letting go of their pain or other unpleasant emotions about their past because it keeps haunting them and haunting them because they think those feelings are part of their identity. Well, in some ways, they may not even know who they are without the pain. And then it makes it impossible for them to let go. So, and there are some really dynamic tips here, as well as the tips from Susan and Linda we'll get into in a moment here. They, they list 12 tips in the Psychology Today uh, story here. Um, but uh, Linda, so let's, let's start this conversation and say to you, what is, give us an example of something in your own life that, has held you back that you have to let go of that you've been working on and working on is there something that comes to your mind that you say now this is a project for me this is something i've been working on letting go of wow that's a that's a difficult question malcolm um that's why i asked it i know i'm thinking if if i <laughs> you know luckily for me i'm i'm when i was a teenager i would be praying to the lord at night that, you know, please, I'll, I'll be good for the rest of my life. I'll do anything that I need to do as long as you don't let this boyfriend leave me. And, you know, I look back at those times and there was just such heartbreak when you're in that age time of, of being a teenager and you love somebody. And, you know, it's so hard to let go. And then you, you know, maybe you go around to their house and see if they're home and all those types of things. It's, it, it's just something that we, we roll through in life and we have to learn how to um, care for ourselves and, and not reach out to other people for our happiness. It takes, it takes some years and some time and some experience to get to that point in life. You know what I'm thinking it might be too, Linda, uh, that uh, playing on what you're just talking about here is at times for me and i don't i don't tell me if this is the same for you and and susan as well but I, at times for me we sort of have a vision of what our life is supposed to be it's our own dreams we want to accomplish our life is supposed to go a certain way now when we're younger like right. that linda when we're younger younger a lot of that is just immaturity and an experience and things like that. Like you say, oh, I'm never going to get over this boyfriend or this girlfriend or whatever. You know, that's like growing up stuff, you know, like we, we don't really know because we don't have experience at that age. But I'm talking later on in life. We sort of have this vision of what our life is supposed to be. I think one of the problems with letting go for me of certain things, if I was to say I've struggled with a couple of things, it's because I have held on to what I thought that was going to, in other words, the end result did not turn out the way I thought it should have turned out. And then it haunts you and it haunts you and it haunts you. And I think that's kind I of a problem. I absolutely agree. You do. Yeah. That's yes. a problem for me a little bit, Linda, on full honesty confession here to you that that kind of haunts you a little bit. And I don't live in the past. I'm not a past kind of person, but sometimes that stuff can kick your ass, can it? Well, it sure can, and and you think about the the things like, um, I don't know, the in the in the housing crunch where a lot of people lost their homes. I mean, that was devastating, and I know so many people who had a very hard time getting over that and moving on. Right. To, to a, you know, a new chapter, a new home, a new life, but but we hold on to those things, and it's just difficult to to let them go. So we really have to think about what's best for us in our future because holding on to those past things is not going to be the best for us 
and we just need to move on. We get we get one day each and every day, and that's it. So we need to use it. And I think if we kind of look at it that way, maybe it will help us move forward a little bit. That's about embracing life. Uh, so, Susan, what is the, the big thing that, so in your life now, uh, what is the moment that you keep replaying in your mind that back to this whole conversation about freeing yourself to move forward with grace and ease? Is there something in your life that has got you in that sort of state? Well, for, for me, Malcolm, um, when we go through the loss of anything in this life and regret and mm-hmm. wishing we could do it over, right. that's um, another piece of letting us know that we're alive and that we need to concentrate and live this moment. Um, the loss of my son was that moment because when he died, um, I thought, oh my gosh, is there anything I could have done better? Is there another right, minute right. I could have crammed in with a memory? Right. You know, and, and I had to learn to overcome that grief, even though it's a big part of my family's life on a daily basis. We, But giving back and doing the things that we do really is part of the healing. But we had to learn that because you're not supposed to bury your children. Well, I bet you had, I bet you it took you some real time to um, not only digest that, but what I think you've done in your life probably, Susan, is you've turned the tables by using all of this um, energy uh, as ca- as kind of ammunition against the problem, and by right. raise, raising right. awareness and do it, is that right? Right. It is, Malcolm. Uh, I was just going to elaborate about that. Uh, becoming a voice, mm-hmm. uh, becoming my son's voice, and a voice for other uh, fallen heroes and gold star families and veterans. That was my journey, and I had to have a long, hard talk with myself and say, okay, mm-hmm. this is the clandestine arrangement. This is what life dealt you. Mm-hmm. As you said, I've always had this picture in my mind of what life should have been right, for me. Right. And that was raising my son and my two beautiful daughters and having a life with them, you know, holidays and just daily uh, function in life. And life didn't turn out that way for myself and my family. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we had to, uh, you know, get real. Well, you you uh, had to learn. You had to learn other ways to deal with this. Of course, there's a lot of pain that goes with what you're talking about, uh, Susan, you know. Oh, yeah. But to let go, we did have to let go of that grief at that. Because you know, it, it put me in the hospital. It leaked your life. I yeah. thought it was, yeah. You you, it, you were in the I hospital. I thought I was having a heart attack. Wow. Oh yeah, I ended wow. up when I received the investigation report mm-hmm. of my son. Now you know, my son was a marine mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. killed, not by uh, the well from the enemy within. They were mm-hmm. set up at State Department. So that's that's the part, and mm-hmm. that's why I raised my voice. And what got me to be the investigative uh, reporter that I am, mm-hmm. because I, I could see in the dark, and I could see, and I had a little knowledge from when he was alive, mm-hmm. and all the things that are coming out now are, are remnants of what 
I knew from my son and what I found in my research. So it's right. going to be very interesting. And my healing is about to be propelled onto another level. Interesting. Interesting. the book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're writing a book. Well, that's another thing here. When something happens in your right. life like this, one of the chapters is that you can actually write a book about this, the chapter of life I'm speaking about. Uh, you can actually, and that's very... Um, it's it's very uh, good for your system. It's good for your soul. It's um, it's right. ho- holistic. It's it allows you to uh, really let those emotions out in the book and like oh. But a, another part of the it. healing is to deal with other families, uh, such right. as myself, because right. there's so many other high profile families as my right. sons was, but also to work with the other side of of war in my mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, you know, and all the other uh, things like regular relationship, man-woman relationships in life, or mm. your best friend did this behind your back. You know, we're pros now with that kind of stuff. Nothing, when you lose a child and you lose them to something like I did, there's nothing that compare. I got it in the bag. Right. I can imagine so that. Now, <laughs> well, thank you. But I've learned how now to turn that around, and I've also dealt with talking with suicide victims, veterans that wanted to commit suicide. I've mm-hmm. helped them. I've mm-hmm. stayed up till well, 4 or 5 in the morning. Exactly, yeah. Talk, yeah. You know, yeah. I've turned it around right. for well, myself which, and them. Which is yeah. part of the talk we're having today about how to leave these things behind you and how to move right. forward, how to do it. Now, I want to yeah. get back to this article a moment here, ladies, as we, as we bridge forward here and help people in all of their lives. And I want to make this conversation bigger than just any one moment, but let's talk about, because there's some very interesting tips in this uh, Psychology Today piece. I think everybody can do some inventory in their lives, okay? And maybe now's a good time for you to do that. And think about things that you're holding on to. Are you holding on to a dream? Maybe you're not yet experienced. Maybe you're holding on to a relationship in the past that you know has already gone by. Maybe you're holding on to some pain that has come your way for some particular reason, some trauma in your life. Uh, something that's happened, you know, rape, rape victims go through this, uh, ladies. I mean, this is a big problem yes. for la- rape victims to leave things in the past. So what I'm saying is yep. there are a lot of instances in life that people need to, uh, they need to succumb to those moments and they need to somehow embrace that in their life to be able to come over. And these tips here that are put forth from this very interesting piece in psychology today and and the wisdom of all of you i want to talk about just on the other side of the pause here and friends life liberty and the pursuit of pleasure we're we're so excited about the content the conversations and having you uh really uh, be part of this journey here the women are absolutely extraordinary as you know already uh, and you know what's really cool is we're bringing some of them back from season one. We had here Dr. Andrea Pennington on a show here just recent. We had Ava Armstrong on a show. Uh, so you're you're seeing some of our our um, superstars from season one, if you will, which is really really cool. Um, we're going to have Sally Fernandez back on just ahead, and there are others who will be coming on the show here, other uh, co-hosts from season one. So again. Consider this uh, 
really a family, uh, a movement, if you will, of empowering people and empowering women from around the globe. Uh, we're going to continue to do that right here at America Out Loud. We're going to take a quick pause. We'll be right back with you. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Well, the Out Loud Perspective awaits you in life, love, politics, a healthy lifestyle, your faith, personal development, and living an out loud life on AmericaOutloud.com. Glitcher News and Entertainment Network, where you can listen 24-7 on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Hey, we're back with you here. Susan Price, Linda Martinelli are our co-hosts today on Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure in Season 2 here we're talking about really how to let go, how to move forward in your life, uh, how to let go of something that is holding you back, something from the past. Uh, how do you let go, really? How do you free yourself? Because all of this really ends up being emotional pain, emotional fodder. It's, it's emotional traffic in your mind, really, and in your heart in a lot of cases. And this can do a lot of harm. If you don't really know how to handle it and how to let it go and move on with your life. I want to start with this list, friends. I want to go to number 12 on this list and work backwards here. Uh, in, again, the list is a, a fantastic uh, article blog, if you will, in Psychology Today. It's called Important Tips on How to Let Go and Free Yourself. We're going to put the links right in the show post. You'll see that right at America Out Loud. Check that out. And, of course, once you go to America Loud, you'll get lost because there is so much content there. You'll be, you'll be lost for days. Your, your loved ones will never be able to find you again uh, because there is so much there to learn from. It's incredible. The wisdom that flows from the platform is more than I can tell you in a few seconds here. So check it out. See what's going on there. Well, number 12 on this list, ladies, learn forgiveness. And let, let me read this out to folks and tell them. So resentment and unwillingness to forgive will keep you locked in the past and prevent you from moving forward with your life. Remember, when you forgive, you aren't doing it for the other person. You're doing it for yourself. Wow. If for no other reason than that, forgive and let go. Well, it gets interesting here. Uh, I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. There's an interesting quote here from Carl Jung. Um, there's a lesson in that for all of us. Try to let go of whatever it is that's holding you back from experiencing yourself. 
you'll probably realize that you are not what other people say you are. You are not your pain, your past, or your emotions. It's the negative ideas about ourselves and our hurtful self-talk that get in the way of who we really want to be. Being able to let go requires a strong sense of self, which gives you the ability to learn and grow from your experiences. Well, ladies, i got to tell you, those are some profound words. <laughs> those are some profound Very. words. All I right. love the quote there that I'm not what happened to me. I'm what I choose to become. That's that's a very powerful quote. I love you, that. You, yes. You need to you need to to have the time to do your grieving or have your anger, and then you need to talk to yourself and move past it and forgive yourself, forgive the other person, whatever you need to do, and keep moving forward. You know, Linda, uh, this learned, the the biggest thing I get from this too, beside that quote, which is outstanding, as you say, it's that um, you don't do it for the other person, you do it for yourself. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? That, well, that's true. And, and I think both uh, you, Malcolm and Susan, I'm sure, you know, people that are angry, that are angry all the time. And those are people that haven't forgiven something and and it comes yeah. through in everything in their life and that's it's not an attractive way to be and i always feel for those people because i can imagine what inside of them is going on mm-hmm. and if if we just could realize that each day is our only day of of life that day mm-hmm. and move move forward with you know forgiveness and um, just trying to bring yourself to a different place in life where you can do something constructive with your life yeah yeah. You know, I, um, I want to share with you both uh, a very personal story. I've never told uh, either of you. And uh, in fact, I've never told anybody <laughs> on broadcast or very few people know this. But I, uh, I, feel, it, uh, I feel passionate to tell you about this. Uh, so I'm going to tell you, okay? And uh, sure. this whole business of learning forgiveness. So my oldest daughter... So I, I, as you hear me talk all the time about my two children today that are 14 and 15, you, you've heard me talk about that before in the show. I have another daughter that is older, uh, and um, I, I'm not going to say her name, but, uh, but I have an older daughter. And I was very, very close to this daughter, like really close as a dad would be <laughs> that you could expect to have a, if you wanted a great relationship with a, with a daughter and a daughter to have a great relationship with dad, this, this would be it. And uh, we, uh, she worked for me, actually, in the agency even. We got along very, very well. And, um, yeah, just, it just was a good thing. And uh, it w- I never thought anything would happen like this in my life. Well, she got married just about a um, couple of years ago, about two. I don't even know if it's two years ago. Let's say two years. Maybe it's a year and a half. I don't really know. But she got married, and she did not invite me to the wedding. Wow. So I didn't walk her down the aisle, and I wasn't at the wedding. And uh, this, uh, this daughter of mine wasn't talking to me anymore because we had never had a problem in all of our lives. We never fought. We never really disagreed. I mean, we had a perfect daughter-father relationship. But I had made a change in my life in regards to the relationship I had with her mother. And she held it against me. And we had lunch one time that, um, where it came out. And it, uh, and, and I left. I told her I didn't appreciate her telling me how to live my life and so on and so forth. We had that moment of time. You know what I mean, ladies, right? Sure. Yep. Yeah. And uh, she held it against me and she didn't talk to me anymore. 
and she was dating the, the gentleman who she married. I liked a lot. We, we, were, uh, we had them over all the time and were good. And I never expected this to happen with her. Well, when she uh, did this and she got married, I, um, I, was, I was in a state of shock. I was in a total state of shock. I couldn't believe it was happening. And, and I kept thinking she was going to reach to me before she walked down the aisle. I, I envisioned walking her down the aisle. I envisioned being part of her day. I envisioned this as part of my life, you see. So it, it uh, really haunted me uh, badly. And I thought she was going to reach to me all the way up to, through the day that had passed. And then I still was pinching myself to realize this had happened. And I was so distraught over it, ladies, that I went up to the mountains and I, right at that time, while this wedding was happening, I had to get out of town. I was so upset with all of it. And I went up, and I, I was a mess. I, I cried for days. I was a total, total train wreck, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and, the, and, the, um, and it's haunted me since. I don't talk to her anymore. She doesn't talk to me. Uh, it's hard to forgive somebody like that who throws you away and who doesn't have you part of their day. Susan, how do you get over that? How do you, how do you move on past that? Because when I read these words that say, forget, I've tried to forgive her in my life, but I'm so angry with her that I, I don't ever want to see or talk to her again in this lifetime. I don't have any... I dis- don't know that you ever get over it. I mm-hmm. think you just find a way to compartmentalize what you had with her and where you are now until one day, hopefully Mm -hmm. um, she'll come to you and speak with you. But at the same time, you were defending yourself too and how you live your life and that her mother wasn't a part of your life that way anymore. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes we have to give away a part of ourselves in order to gain ground on, Mm -hmm. Life, we have a human sacrifice in a way of ourselves. We sacrifice. I have, you know, some similar things too. And, and, you know, and that's, I think that the most painful aspect of living this life is letting go. Well, like the, like the author says here in this article here, uh, that don't do it for them, do it for yourself. Linda, what do you say to that when I tell you that story? And, and I, I just, these were, listen, I wasn't planning on sharing this today with you all, quite frankly, but if I'm going to be, well, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to, if we're going to be totally honest here as I am, ladies, I'm always authentic in who I am. You have to know that about me by now. You know that I think. absolutely. (laughs) And when I read these words, and when I read these words here, Susan, Linda, and they say, to me this I say to myself well I need to share this with you all then because you know it says don't do it for them do it for you Linda talk to me on what I shared with you and what I'm saying here I I think that that you should do it for yourself Malcolm but I think also that time will hopefully you know first of all help the pain because I can hear that that this is painful for you and it should be but it may also help hers because somewhere in what she did, she had pain as well. In order to do that to her dad, who she's loved her whole life, there was something going on in her mm-hmm. that made something be painful. So I, I wish the two of you could go have lunch again and, and talk it through. And well, you know, that's L- not poss- Linda, <laughs> you know what I did? You know, I got to tell you this piece of it. You know, it uh, when this was happening, 
So back to before she got married and before I had found out through her mom that this was happening and I found out other things were happening, I actually, uh, her mom knew I wanted to be there, wanted to be part of it. Her mother walked her down the aisle and they shunned me with it all, basically. And I seen the pictures afterward uh, that happened to be put on a social media post and they that was somewhat connected and they came up one day in my feed and they knocked me on my back i mean they just i was distraught over seeing the photographs i did not expect to see them i did not want to see them and yet they were in front of me and live in color and here's the worst part about this so back to being the bigger bigger person and back to doing what you think you're supposed to do ladies or what have you so here's what i did so when all this was happening Back to they were planning the wedding, and, and I had always talked to their mom, their, their, their mom and all, and I were good friends. We'd always been friends. We would always be friends. You understand, ladies? I don't do things in this life without yeah. being friends. Yeah, right. We were friends. We right. were always going to be friends. We didn't have any real big problem other than just outgrowing each other. We didn't have some big hostility or some big moment that happened as some relationships happen. Absolutely not. But here's what I did. I even sent communications to her. So I said to her mom, and I sent her a text, and I sent her a letter and an email with my feelings in it and telling her that life was too short not to hold that, not to hold that against me, but to, uh, that I love her very much and to embrace these things and to move forward. And I asked her to, inc- I actually went forward with it all, and I put it right out there in living color, and told her I hoped that she would let some of that go and and have me as part of her life and part of her day. And I I didn't wait for her to be the you know like because I grew up with a father who was uh, would hold a grudge. I don't like people that hold a grudge, and I don't think that really helps. And I grew up with a family who kind of did that, which I think is probably where this daughter might even where some of that is uh, inbred into her. Maybe she's so thick-headed she doesn't know how to you know figure out that it's not about her in this life. It's about me. It's about my life. I didn't do anything to her for her to be upset. You know what I mean? It's not about her. You know, she has no right to really have these feelings against me. I mean, I don't believe she has that right. And yet it happened. And so having said all of that, it, it, it really was, it's something that has caused a lot of pain. And I even asked her to overlook it, to connect back with me. And she never did. And she just kept going through and she got married in spite of it all. And this, this was really a shock to me. I never did get over it. And now I look at these words that this author here in Psychology Today, uh, this young uh, woman here, uh, her name is uh, Eileen Strauss-Cohen, and uh, she writes this uh, piece, Important Tips on How to Let Go and Free Yourself, okay? I want to give credit to the bloggers out there and the people who are doing some of the heavy lifting ladies, the authors, you know, of these pieces, you know? It is a great great, um, article. And then number four of that, Malcolm, to your point is to let go of the idea that you can control others actions mm-hmm. so obviously i can't obviously control her actions you yeah. can't control her actions no, so you have it. you have to let it go and i i think i think time will bring this back around that father-daughter bond is a, a strong yeah. bond in life i've wondered that linda i've wondered I that daughter. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right that's I right my dad that. was not always yeah. the perfect dad but but i I love him to pieces. I mean, he's gone now, but, but you know, everything w- certainly wasn't perfect, but um, that bond is, is a very strong bond. Well, I, I, I hear you, and I, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But again, I like number 12 for the fact that they say here, she says to us friends, 
don't do it for the other person. Do it for yourself. So do I think about it every day? I do not. Do I live my life in self-pity about that case? I do not. Does it come to my mind? It does not. I put it out of my mind. I'm very strong and passionate that way. Only when I think Mm -hmm. about it do I think about it. Does that make sense, ladies? Yes, but then you've actually done what the article has said to do, Malcolm. All those things you just said is exactly the right things to do. Cool, because I haven't even read the whole article, so that's good to hear, Linda. (laughs) But that's what I do. Only when I think about it, like with you all today as my friends and Mm -hmm. our co-host here in the show and my dear friends, I share this with you uh, because I I see number 12 as an important lesson for folks that we really should free ourselves of that. So do I forgive her? You know, I really haven't forgiven her, ladies. I haven't been able to do what number 12 says. On that part, I haven't gotten that right yet, Linda. I would like to forgive her, but the pain is so deep and so hard and so so profound i haven't been able to really accept it you understand i understand but you've been able yeah. to move on and not and not dwell on it oh, no i don't day. dwell in it i don't I'm, so i don't live in the past yeah stopping your life Malcolm. no 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 i don't think about it i don't think about her i put her out of my mind she doesn't she doesn't come to my mind how sad is it linda i don't think about her i don't think about her husband i don't think about her life or what it's going to be she's she's made me not part of her life and so therefore i've accepted the fact that she is not part of my life you understand I do, and you did exactly what Susan has said, is that you compartmentalized that issue, yeah. and you put that issue on a shelf in your mind, and you've, you're living your life around it. Totally. But if ever, if ever she comes back around, right. you can take that issue back off the shelf and deal with it at that time. I know. I, know, I don't know what happens with those it, days, but I feel it's her loss, Linda, Susan. I feel it's it her, her loss, loss, and I feel it's sad it, because it I could have been loss. so much with her, you know? It's sad. Yeah, and I believe, Malcolm, and I have friends that have gone through the same exact thing that they've confided in me over the years, Mm -hmm. because most of my friends are in their late 50s and early 60s, and um, they're living their life, and and one of my friends, their daughter did come back, so it's uh, pretty amazing for them to share with me what's going on, and uh, no, we cannot control the actions of others, but we, we do we have really to can't. defend ourselves. Right, yeah. right. Well, and sometimes we protect ourselves, Susan. Uh, it's a protective oh, measure yeah. that comes up, you see, which is what I've done, which is what Linda pointed out. Uh, anyways, oh, yeah. I, 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 ha- I, I got to tell you both, I, I'm, I, I hesitantly, hesitantly share the story with you because it's such a, a deep personal story. So I, I, uh, I don't know if I did the right thing even by putting it out there, but it's out there now, and I, I put it out there. But you did the right thing for yourself because that just removed another uh, layer of your pain, with, even if you don't recognize it. You yeah, will when you I think guess. about it again. But I just think so I should many... be better than that, though, you know, somehow. No, really no, no. So many off. other people yeah. can relate to that, Malcolm. So many other That's people why I have say it, the Linda. same family issues. Yeah. Yes. And it's not easy yeah. with kids because, yeah. uh, I mean, oh, I have yeah. four and all four are completely different, one from the other. Oh, so where I might do something with one, if I do the same thing with the other one, then yeah. life blows up. So yeah. you know, <laughs> they're all different. Yes, ma'am, I can relate. 
Yeah. You're amazing, Linda. You both are amazing. And uh, the more I see about you all, it's just uh, amazing. I want to talk about number 11. Let's move down this list a little bit. Uh, allow yourself to feel negative emotions. So now this is this is big. Whether, whether you've lost a loved one through death or a breakup, honor your loss. Trying to ignore your negative emotions will extend your suffering. Boy, can we all relate to this, ladies. Uh, loss is difficult to experience, and it's okay to allow yourself to hurt and be sad. Let yourself feel and go through the grief process so that you can move forward. And I guess I did that for myself in the mountains when I was really distraught over it happening, and then I pulled myself together and went forward. I decided what I was going to do. And Susan, you had to do this in your own life, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. From your big loss, you had to shake yourself off and dust yourself off and move on with some dignity and life and feeling yourself. And Linda, you had to do it as well. Uh, in your own life with your earlier relationships and things you went through and struggled with. And, you know, you were a, a lot of people don't realize, I mean, you've, you've really come full circle in your life, but you were at a point of your life where, you know, like many people, we couldn't pay the electric bill, right, Linda? We struggled. We had kids, young, responsibilities, and oh, life, life was tough, right? Yes, yes. I was a, a young divorced mom and, and had kids to raise, and it was, that was tough. But you, you again, just, you, you have to feel the feelings, don't ignore it because that doesn't help anything. And then, and then move, move forward with whatever it is that you need to do to get to that next step. And it's one step at a time. It's not, it's not going from A to Z. It's one step at a time. And I think Susan points that out so clearly that it's just, it's a process and you do things that take you to that next step that then take you to that next step. And that's, that's what I love about this article is, is you have to have the time to feel the feelings, and then you can release them. Then you can release them. You know them. what, Malcolm, what I wanted to uh, mention, too, is I'm just starting to feel alive again, even mm-hmm. after eight years. Wow. And you know what it did to me personally as a woman, and, I, and I'm a young 59-year-old, is I put my own personal relationships on hold. Mm-hmm. You know, with gentlemen, friends that may have been interested in having a relationship mm-hmm. further, right. I've just held them at bay and kept them just as a friend. And then recently, you know, it's been brought up to my mind and asked uh, of me, why are you doing this? Don't you want to have somebody special? And mm-hmm. so I they have that talk with myself. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm getting ready to, you know, giddy up again to... Mm-hmm. To become not just a mother and a grandmother, but that lady again, that right. woman inside, that spirit, you know. Right, right. And that's um, great. You you bring to my mind, Susan. I I didn't think about it till now that I have a friend doing exactly the same thing. She she had a breakup, and she's she's dwelling in that space and can't get out of it. And mm-hmm. there is another gentleman suitor that is so much more perfect for her. And she can't see it, and she won't look at it, and right. it's frustrating. You try as a friend to say something, but they have to, I guess, take their own path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, hey, I want to do this. We're gonna take a quick snap here, pause exactly. here a moment. But number, but number ten, I got to share with you all first because this one speaks to me. Really, it's kind of cool. Express what works for you. Now, this is what I call the out loud truth, friends. So this is definitely my my territory here. It says here, find your voice and share with others. 
what you're thinking and feeling in a rational way. Hell, we do that every moment of every day on America Out Loud. Ladies, come on! This is speaking to us here now. It says here, if you continue to communicate with others what works for you and doesn't work for you, you'll no longer bottle up your emotions. Expressing yourself is an important part of feeling good about yourself and your relationships. And I got to tell you, friends, I really feel good. I feel good today. I feel good yesterday. And I'm going to feel like really brilliant tomorrow. And because of all the great stuff we're doing at America Out Loud. So number 10, express what works for you. This is our out loud truth. So when it says here, find your voice, my wish and my hope for every one of you out there listening is that you find your voice in this beautiful new year that we have. And again, as I tell you all the time, we've been gifted this life. Let's use it to the best of our ability and do some awesome things out there. That's what I wish the best for each of you out there. That's my New Year's wish and my gift to each of you. Now you stay right there with us. We're going to take a a quick pause here and we're going to step further right into these other nine big, big steps here and tips in this awesome article in Psychology Today. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. We are talking a lot of life here, friends. A lot of life on America Out Loud. We do it every day here. Listen, I want to share with you that both Linda Martinelli and Susan Price, our co-host today, are both Not only are they brilliant women, and not only are they in the prime of their lives, but they are weekly columnists at America Out Loud. So, I want to say big thank you to both of them, and tell you, go read their materials and their columns. They are awesome, and you'll see it all there. And I got to tell you, America Out Loud, there's a lot there. It It is a robust conversation. It is, it is, it defines life. And it's the real media. It's not the fake media, which I love. There you go. That's, it. That's, that's it. what I love. So today. share this with the world, friends. That's the point. That's the message here. Have fun. I want this to be your home. So I want you to feel comfortable when you come. I want you to kick off your shoes and relax and stay a while and be part of this life. And anything we can do, again, our email address here is talk at AmericaOutloud.com. Talk at AmericaOutloud.com is how you find us. On this list now, back to psychology today, because I want to promise everybody, I want to get through this list. It's such a great list. Important tips on how to let go and free yourself. I want to bring you to number nine, do what scares you. <laughs> so this My is about, favorite. Uh, from doing a lot of things. So Linda, speak to this one. Why do you like this one? Well, because I, I, I know we've talked about this before, that fear is something that can hold you back or it's something that can motivate you. And I love fear as a motivator. It it shouldn't be something that holds you back. So I always try in my life anymore to, if I am afraid of something, rather than run away from it, I try to go towards it and tackle it. And then I'm not afraid of it anymore. And it's just so empowering. And it's it makes yes. you feel, I mean, 
Wonder Woman, you know, you can you can do anything if you don't let your mind get in the way of it. So that's why I love this one, because you can talk yourself into or out of almost anything. Yeah, so fear will hold you back, but you've got to use fear, according to this article, to empower yourself. Susan, let's yes. take on number eight and seven here. Don't take yourself too seriously. I like number eight, too. Uh, so you got to laugh at yourself. Oh yeah. Tell me about that. Do you laugh at yourself? I laugh at myself every day. You know, does it laugh back because, at you? Does it laugh back at you? Oh, it, it does. And you should see the audience I have. <laughs> Imagine but, look, walk by a know, mirror and laugh at yourself. Thing. Well, sometimes we can be too serious. We can. It's a so, defense mechanism, you know. Which is number and, eight. Don't and, take and, yourself too seriously, by the way. Right. And there's times that my one daughter will say to me, you know, don't be so defensive. But I didn't realize I was. <laughs> you know? so that means and, you're taking yeah. it too personal. So yeah, taking it too personal. Right. So, yeah. So then I lighten up, you know. That's so true, though. That's a big lesson for all of us, Susan, not to take it so personal and stuff, you know. Um, right. Number seven, this would be a big one. If you could do this, you could do a lot of things. Accept the things you cannot change. Wow. Oh, yeah. Deal with it and move on, right? I mean, come on. Well, you can't change the past, Malcolm. So to your point with, with your daughter, you can't change what happened and it, it will never go away. So all you can change is the future with her. And it, Susan has done a great job of doing that in her life with her situation and moving on and helping others. So, yeah, it, it, it works. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Boy, when you just said it the way you said it, Linda, an emotion came over me that said, you can't change that, Malcolm. You'll never. I, what I haven't been able to convince myself is I'll never be able to change that. And I haven't been able to convince myself because I want to change it because it's so horrific. But you know what? The only thing we can do, Linda, Susan, is to celebrate a future moment. And so I do need to let that go, forgive and forget and just yes, move on. And celebrate it by Malcolm. being the bigger person and doing something extraordinary. So maybe you have some other big event in the future and you celebrate life in all the, of its glory, right? The thing is, and you don't even realize you're doing it, is because there's other people like you, men and women, that are going through these relationship uh, breakups, in a way, uh, the loss of a daughter running off, or the, the son that marries a woman, and then she takes his life, and the mother doesn't see. But other people are hearing you, and you're such a voice and a big example. That brings such great healing to them. Hmm. And, and by you saying that and coming clean with us and them everyone's hearing this um it's a big feeling so you are affecting yeah susan thank you for that coming clean i like that i like that malcolm (laughs) yeah i'm going to give you (laughs) a great big giant balloon and after the show you take it outside and let it go and let it go yeah i hear you girl uh, so I like number seven. I love this article. This is a great one. Uh, number six, leave room for mistakes. Well, God knows we've done we've done plenty of those, ladies. I mean, I'd be the head of that oh, class. Yeah. Leave room for mistakes. So uh, uh, I guess you have to accept the mistakes as the failure moments. And other things I try to teach everybody out there is that the failures that happen in our life, there's a reason they happen. They're supposed to yeah. happen. One door that closes in one particular area will open up other doors, and they're supposed to open up other doors because they're supposed to take you on another path. 
So things That's that so happen true. that seem dramatic at that moment of your life, you know what? Just get over it because we're supposed to do something different and we're supposed to take this other journey. Just like with you ladies being with me today and being on the platform, we were supposed to connect. We were supposed to do these extraordinary things. The same reason that I will tell everybody right now that Linda's husband, Dr. Ron, who we just love, is uh, is he's just come out. He's just uh, launching his new show on America Out Loud, uh, Susan. Uh, and That's it's, it's called a threat of evidence, a threat of evidence. He's a forensic criminologist. We might as well tell people right oh, now. Wow. And, uh, so yeah, we're ta- we're keeping it within our family and we're, um, embracing the beautiful things and the people that, uh, want to be part of something bigger. So, Hey, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> it doesn't get any better oh, than no. that. So, no, we're excited for that launch. Number five. Only worry about what you think of yourself. Only worry about what you think of yourself. <laughs> well, this is big because you can't control other people's thoughts. And I wouldn't even worry about what you think because you're being authentic. What's there to worry about? When you're authentic, are you going to worry about how authentic you are? No, you're just going to live it and be it. This is a huge one, though, because how? Oh, so, so many people that I know... Well, what are they going to think? What are they going to think about me? What are they going to say? What? Oh, it, it drives me crazy. I, I only need to answer to myself, not to everybody else. Right. right. Well, look at this exactly. quote in here, ladies. Number five, Gandhi says this. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in perfect harmony. So I love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So you can only control your mind and your thoughts yourself. What other people think of you is none of your business. Think about that. Oh, that's an interesting thing to say, Malcolm. Oh, think yeah. about that. I what what that. other people think of you is none of your business. So what people think of me is none of my business. I don't think about it. I don't get involved in social media wars. You can call me whatever you want. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It's not going to change my day. You know, so in fact, that's you know, in the radio attitude. business, ladies in the radio business, well hey, hey, Susan, I had listen to this. You're going to laugh at what I tell you here I, on the AM dial and on the in the radio. When I started this business, I still I have two public email addresses for my own brand. This is for Malcolm Out Loud, not America Out Loud, but Malcolm Out Loud. And I used both addresses in my public space. And here they are. So I would tell <laughs> listeners, I would tell listeners this. Well, if you have something good, you want to reach out to me, just reach to me at speakup at malcolmoutloud.com. Speakup at malcolmoutloud.com and send it all there, friends. And if you want to bitch, complain, or gripe at me, send those to shut up at malcolmoutloud.com. <laughs> now, we don't read the shut up as much, but you're happy to respond mm. there and get that off your chest. But we really are all over the speak up one, friends. Well, that's what I used to tell them all on radio. And people would flip out at that and laugh. And you know what? We had a hundred to one. Every blue moon, we'd get somebody who wanted to do a shut up one. But 99.9 of them were all in the speak up when we get email correspondence. Now, those two email addresses are still active today. They still work. They're my public addresses for my personal brand. Speak up at MalcolmOutloud.com and shut up at Malcolm, they both work. 
You can use them today, <laughs> friends. Now, our talk at America Out Loud is talk at americaoutloud.com. But now you got all the connection points in the email. That really is what I did. Like, uh, you know, you got to admit, I am a case. You got to admit, I am a case and I have here. So, all right, let's finish this we'll list here. <laughs> let's finish this list here, ladies. Let go of the idea that you can control other. Oh, this was what you said, Linda, number four. Right. Right. Let go of the ideas that you control other actions. We really only have control over ourselves and how we act. That's what you said. That was a big one to you, Linda, right? It is a big one. And then when you when you change your own behavior, that automatically changes other people's behavior. So we need to forget trying to change other people because it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. And you ain't going to change me either. I'm going to be here giving you, <laughs> giving you hell every day here. How's that? So number three, don't live in chains when you have the key. We live with self-limiting beliefs that we let define who we are. So get rid of the chains, right? Good advice? Good advice. Right. I don't have any chains on me. Do you have any, Susan? Uh, no. No chains, right? It's, Nor do I. No chains. <laughs> no. All right. No chains. I keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Right. There's two left on the list. Let's share them with folks. Number two, don't be invested in the outcome when it comes to dealing with people because... It often leads to disappointment. Wow, this one's a sad one to me. Because you can't always count or rely on other people, friends. You can only count and rely on your own being, you hands, and feelings. Is that true? And that, that is so true. true. Yeah. It's very true. Number two is sad a little bit because it's a reflection of humanity, I think. But it's the way it is in life, you know? Right? You have to it be your sad. own hero. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to count on people sometimes when you really think that you're going to Get A, you get B, and it's it's frustrating. So, so let me ask the big question advice. right now, Linda. So moving forward in my mm -hmm. life, can I count on you, Linda Martinelli? You can absolutely count on me, Malcolm, but you still have to be invested in yourself first. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm invested in myself, but I can count on you. Susan Price, can I count on you? Oh, yes. I'm your partner in crime. I love it. I love it. I love it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. All right. The number one on this list understand that the relationships you thought you'd have are going to be different than the ones you actually have. Yeah, this one's tough too. It's a tough one because uh, it says, you know, it, this means that the relationships you were counting on didn't work out the way they sh that you hoped they would have. Correct, ladies? Yeah, and that sounds like the relationship that you were talking about earlier, and it kind of reminds me of the white picket fence type of yeah. situation that we all think of when we're young you know we're going to have the little house with the white picket fence and things are going to be right all great and it doesn't yeah. turn out that way but but really i think that if we if we look at it that oh my gosh life is there's just so much to it and so yeah. many avenues and i always think of it it's a potpourri there's there's yeah. so many different things and ways life could turn out so i don't i'm not usually disappointed with it yeah, yeah. no and and to add to yours linda's um when I was going through those moments, I would think, wow, I, there must be really something grander for me for this to have been dismantled for something wow. else to clear wow. the, the path for something greater. Yeah. Yeah. I always think that. Well, yeah. so the, the article is important tips on how to let go and free yourself. And there are 12 tips in here. We're going to put the links right in the show post. So after you hear this on Talk Radio, you can go to americaoutloud.com and look this up on the Life Liberty page, and you can get this, uh, this article in its full glory here. Use it as a print. I give credit here 
to this author here, Eileen Strauss-Cohen, Dr. Eileen Cohen. Uh, Psychology Today, they always have great stuff there at Psychology Today. We really appreciate them. I appreciate a lot of the big bloggers out there, a lot of the big national and international bloggers. I love them. They do amazing work, and I tell you, I really embrace them on our platform. Not to mention, we're doing a lot of blogging ourselves and a lot of write-ins and columns, and just, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing when we share wisdom, share ideas and thoughts. Listen, friends, it's all back here at America Out Loud. It is a cornucopia of brilliance. It is beautiful, exciting people like Linda Martinelli, like Susan Price, our co-host today on this show, and all of the beautiful people that play on this platform and make America Out Loud what it is every single day. There's a lot of work that goes into this. I hope you'll do us a favor and not only hang with us, but share it with your friends and your family and people around you in your world. Do that for us. Share it with folks. We are definitely doing some amazing things here, and we're blessed, and we appreciate everything we can do to make our life and all of our lives in a connective way better. We want to advance humanity, and we're serious about it here at America Out Loud. Well, listen, today's show... I want to dedicate this show to my daughter, who I mentioned early on, and I wish her the absolute best. Again, it's not a conversation I think about a lot anymore because of the pain associated with, but if we follow the 12 tips here in the psychology uh, story uh, we have given to you and delivered to you today, then they will give us some some ideas on how to uh, grapple with these struggles, if you will. We call it life. Susan Price, Linda Martinelli. This is Malcolm Out Loud. To be continued, friends.